On today's episode, BK and I are going to nerd out a little bit about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and what's coming up for the year. We'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Yo, Space Gang, welcome to the BK Space Show, where society meets pop culture. I am your host, the BK Space, and now I'm here with my very lovely co-host, Nova Kane, baby. Alright, Space Gang, do me a favor, head over to www.thebkspaceshow.com, that's www.thebkspaceshow.com, where you can get all the audio and video, and purchase some really cool merch like mugs and this really cool society and pop culture hoodie now Nova King, do me another favor and tell them what else they gotta do head on over to spotify that's right spotify and leave us a five star rating five star rating and head over to apple podcast where you can leave us a written review and you can leave five stars there as well Absolutely. thank you <laughs> get them with the thank you I space game. Without further ado, we're gonna get into the show. Stay tuned. I space game. As you heard, we are going to be talking about all things MCU. We're gonna jump into some of the philosophy of the MCU, some of the things we loved about the recent movies, because everybody went to go see Spider-Man in December. A lot of us just watched the Eternals when it dropped. Uh, what like a week ago Dis- yeah on Disney yeah, Plus so mm-hmm. on Disney Plus and a lot of us you know we go to the movies and we watch the MCU movies the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the action but a lot of times we miss a lot of the intricate stuff that happens where you know a lot of the philosophy that's being raised where there's anti-government or how much control maybe a god has over his subjects i guess that would be the best way to say it so we're gonna dig in to some of our favorite moments from the recent mcu movies and some of that other stuff too so we're gonna we're gonna kick this off talking about spider-man yeah we're gonna talk about spider-man first yes yes i was expecting you to say spider-man i was like please be spider-man first please 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 oh okay first of all Go ahead, you go. I I I'll give you the floor. No, you go ahead because I'm I'm just excited right now. I'm just so excited you picked Spider Man. So what you was about to say first and then no, 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 we can go from there. Um, for, it was a dope ass movie. I definitely <laughs> enjoyed it. It's the better of the three and it definitely solidifies Spider Man as being the heart of the MCU, despite not being the movie rights not being owned by Marvel itself, but Sony. But Spider-Man mm-hmm. is definitely the heart of the MCU. And if we lose him, it is going to be really shitty. Because yeah. in my opinion, he's the only true hero that's left in the MCU. Oh, no, the F, you did not just say that. I think he might be for real, though. I'm being honest. I think he might Whoa. be. Oh, yeah, by the way. Damn, uh, what about what about the new Captain America? No? I don't think so. I don't think... I don't, <laughs> I love I love New Cap, but Sam in the sense, shout out. I, I love Sam. Sam is my guy, and I read the comic book, love the comic book, and I like where this is going. And hopefully, the movies stick close to the comic book counterpart in that scenario because it's very interesting. But we're not talking about him right now. 
We're talking about Spider-Man and why I think Spider-Man, why I think he's the only true hero of what we think more uh, modern superheroes are. Because okay. he's the he's the only one that a has a secret identity. Mm-hmm. In the Marvel, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, he's the only one with a secret identity. Other than yeah, because who is Peter Parker? You know, who is no, this guy? I don't even know who Peter Parker is. Well, I mean, <laughs> shout yeah, out to who, everybody that's been running with the joke, y'all. Yeah, like yeah, it's y'all, really been y'all good, like, sports. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting watching them jokes, by the way, because I'm yes, like, we, I love we, it. we all now have amnesia about who Spider Man is, like. Whoever yes. he is, that dude is dope, by the way. Yeah, whoever um, he is. Shout out to Spider-Man. He's the only he's the only one that's going through true eternal, internal uh mm-hmm, situations internal. about who he is, where he belongs in the world, how he interacts with other people. He literally sees the good in everybody to a fault. And the rest of the Marvel heroes be like, This dude did a bad thing, we gotta take him out. That's yeah. it. That's that's the end of it. But he literally tries to see the good in everyone, especially when, man. Listen, when I was watching the movie, and uh, oh yeah, here here's the part where we hit you with the spoiler alert. So uh, yeah, if you saw the poster, it said spoiler alert in big red letters. So yeah, just so you so know, this whole movie, this whole movie, yeah, this is a movie. <laughs> this whole episode is going to be filled with spoilers, listeners. So uh, there's that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, from this point on, um, you, you back away now. Yeah, this is your one. By chance. the way, you might want to come back on the next topic. Uh, when we're in about twenty minutes from now, or something, thirty, maybe even thirty at the end. Nah, of the outro. just nah, just, just come back watch, next week. Just go watch Spider Man and Eternals, and then come back. And we'll come wait back, on you. Right. We'll be we'll here. Wait. We'll be. We'll be here. <laughs> we will be here. Um, when Spider Man, I'm sorry, when Peter Parker won. When he wanted to see the good in even Norman Osborn, I was like, what the F is going on here? The most ruthless villain he has. Like, what was he thinking? Okay, well, he didn't know. I'm sorry. He didn't know know. that Green Goblin was literally like the Joker for Spider-Man because he's never faced Green Goblin. So he gets a pass for that. True. True. But I just felt so bad for him. Because he didn't know. But baby, shout out to that spider tingle. I mean, that Peter tingle. Yeah, that is the <laughs> worst. You know, they can't say Spidey sense. Why come they can't? You mean like the MCU as a whole? Yeah, they can't. MCU can't say Spidey sense. Isn't that word owned by Sony? That term owned by Sony? I mean, technically, no. It's technically, owned by- no. I mean, it's owned by Marvel. I don't know if they actually copyrighted Spider Sense, but there are there are certain names and things that they can't use. Like Doctor Strange is in this movie, in his upcoming mm-hmm. movie, uh, Shima Gorath, the big tentacle monster that you've seen in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Shuma Gorath, but that is something that's been copyrighted and it belongs. It's an actual name. Somebody coined that term, term way before Marvel got into it. Mm-hmm. He is based on that monster. I can't remember where it came from, but they can't use his name because that name belongs okay. to someone else. Not in the oh, MCU. Not but in I MCU. Think, okay, okay. Yeah, but I think like comic book lore and stuff, they can do whatever they want. 
Well, I need the them to call, hurry up and call it the Spidey Sense because this Peter Tingle is taking me out. Even when yeah, they were I just on, think, the, on um, the Statue of Liberty talking about some user, t- he talking about some user tingle. I'm like, what, bro? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I honestly think they just do that because it's a running joke at this point. But I, okay. hopefully, now that he's ran into Toby, I'm sorry, that he's ran into Spider Man 1, no, Spider Man 2 and Spider Man 3. Spider-Man Peter 3. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you know, they get to start saying Spider-Sense because this Peter Tinkle shit is trash. They, they really yes, it's get tight. rid of it. Yes, it is trash. I the joke, get rid of it. The joke but, has run its course now. Shout out to Peter Parker 1 because we are seeing so much character development from this first movie that when we were first introduced to him in Civil War till now, I cannot yeah. wait to see what they're going to go, where they're going to go with this character like he literally wasn't he wasn't really spider-man yet you know he was still a spider boy you know he was like spider boy but he becoming a man now so yeah it's just really good to see um how far they're going with this tom holland you're doing a great job guy he really keeps up the good work guy okay okay so let's talk about how this movie started so okay at the end of the last movie was no way home Was, was the last movie yeah, No Way Home, right? The far first one was home. Homecoming, Far From Home, and this one's No Way Home. So Far mm-hmm. From Home, at the end of Far From Home, he, spoiler alert for that one too, he ends up having a battle with Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mysterio dies, but before Mysterio mm-hmm. dies, he has his drones record saying that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. So yeah. as soon as that movie starts... And that, Peter, his, and that Peter Parker killed Mysterio. Yeah, and that Peter Parker killed Mysterio. We saw uh, JJ, Double J, Triple J, Jonah J. Jameson uh, make his MCU debut because he was in Mm -hmm. the other Spider-Man movies. In fact, I think he's been in all three of them, three different universes, same uh, JJ, which is is great, by the way. Uh, Anyway, at the beginning of that movie, I mean, at the end of um, Far From Home, we see him out Spider-Man in like Times Square, big ass screen, Everybody knows now. We jump right into that in the next movie, and we literally pick up from the aftermath of the other movie. So from right there, where that one ended, this one began, right? Mm-hmm. And we see the crowd start to hound Peter, asking him, "Is he Peter Parker?" You know, and then we see MJ, which is Mar- not Mary Jane, but mm-hmm. uh, she's still MJ sure though. Is. Michelle Jones, she's still MJ. Mm-hmm. She's just his version of Mary Jane. We see them, you know, the crowd was like, hey, are you his girlfriend? Do you know who he is? They're hounding her. He gets her. And then they fly off. And then my favorite moment from the entire movie, honestly, when he um, pulls out his phone after they get to safety and he pulls out his phone and then his Ned, he's FaceTiming Ned. And then Ned was like, dude, he's like, dude. <laughs> it was like my favorite moment. I, I laughed so hard in the theater. I think she's going to say the part when uh, they go upstairs and Hannibal Burris, I forgot his character's name, but he's like the gym coach or whatever. Oh, that was a good moment. And he's like, you're a monster. Are you talking about when they came came to school the next day? Yeah, Mysterio was right. (laughs) Yeah. That, listen, Hannibal Burris, uh, JB Smooth, and I don't know the other guy's name, but as a trio, as an MCU trio, 
Chef's Kiss. I love yeah, them Chef's together. Kiss. On they screen, are yeah. they are hilarious together. Facts, facts. Uh, what else was one of my great, one of my favorite movies? First hold of on, all, on. I want to go see the movie twice. Hold on, before we jump into that, let me let me finish oh. the synopsis of the beginning of the movie. So now we get to the school. Everybody's uh, happy about Spider-Man being there. We got Flash uh, saying that he's Spider-Man's best friend. No, he's saying he's Peter Parker's best friend. Peter Parker's best friend, which is true. I mean, it's it's true that it's a lie. Said that way. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Did I just confuse myself? I think I did. Anyway, did. Um. That's where we get to the part with the three teachers. They call him a monster. Mm-hmm. Everybody's hounding Peter at the school, trying to get pictures and excited about the superstar superhero. Wouldn't you? I would. Would I be excited about that? Mm, I don't get starstruck like that. So maybe a little bit though. If I was in the, if when I you was were in high school, the, high school, you not yeah, you now, but high school, high school. You. Wouldn't you be trying to get a little picture from the side at least? Mm, yeah. I would've been hitting him the same way I hit him with Drew, like how I hit Drew McIntyre. I had the camera ready. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we out here, okay, Spider Man." But you know I what? Though? I'm just like that. I don't think I would because I was always the dude that's like I was already cool with everybody to a sense. Like I may not have been best friends, but I'm just like, "Yo, what's up?" So I probably would have already met Peter at some point and was like, "Yo, that's Peter. He's a cool cat." You know, we talked a couple of times. So I wouldn't be like starstruck. Would I talk about it though? So yes. So then you would have posted a, a selfie on Instagram and hit us with the, I knew you were Spider-Man this whole time. Yeah, that, that probably would have been keep me your, though. <laughs> I, I kept your secret this entire time, but. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now that, now that would have been me. I'm like, yo, I knew. Why y'all didn't know? Y'all didn't <laughs> Why know. didn't y'all know? How can you tell? Like, and then I'd be like. just like him. Yeah, then I'd be like, hey, y'all remember that time? Who was on that trip? And then he just disappeared, bro. Remember what I said? I was there like, were a I, lot of, there were a lot of ways <laughs> they could have known that Peter Parker was the dag on Spider Man for real. Like, yo, when he was in DC, and we was like, DC was the home was yeah, Homecoming was the number yeah. one. Yeah, I was like, well, we was key. back in DC. I saw him go away, and then Spider Man showed up. And then, so don't nobody think it's weird that Night Monkey literally has the same powers as Spider Man. And we're all up here in Italy together on a trip, and Spider Man just the happens to show up. Yeah, he just class. happens to show up. I'm like, no, no, it's definitely <laughs> Peter. He disappeared. He was Peter. not at that concert. It's Peter. It's definitely Peter. <laughs> Finish your synopsis real quick at the beginning. In the beginning, as always, in the beginning, that was Spider Man. Anyway, sorry. What 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 is your favorite moment from the beginning <laughs> of the movie? Oh man. Okay, so that's all I was saying. So I seen the movie twice. So um the first time we we went to go see it. Of course, it's opening weekend, you get that excited crowd, you know, people going crazy in the theater, you know. Mm-hmm. Matt Murdock entrance intro probably was one of the one of my favorites. The way he did came your, into the scene, huh? Did your theater like erupt when they seen Daredevil though? Yeah, yeah, they did. Cool. As soon cool. as that cane, as soon as that cane said, <gasps> they was like, oh. people was like, people was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You heard people talking, so whoa, whoa, whoa. And then mm-hmm. when they finally, you know, pan in and you see him, ah, 
<laughs> so yes, yes, yes. It was a very good treat. A very good treat. Um, when he caught the brick, lost that it. That was cool. That Peter was, cool was like, "What?" <laughs> he hit him with that. Excuse me, bitch. Like, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> so uh, that was a really, really good treat. Let's see from the beginning. What else we got in the beginning? What's the beginning? Like the first, what, 30, 45 minutes? Yeah. I, th I think of the movie was just Ox. basic. No, that was, then we had the middle, which, well, that's still at the that's beginning. That's not the he, middle. That's still at the on. beginning. Well, it's still at the beginning where he went to go talk to Dr. Strange first, right? And then he was asking Dr. Strange to make everybody forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a pretty cool... A pretty cool um, part or break there as well. Wong was there because yeah, Wong was there. Wong, Wong is about to have the most uh, Marvel appearances ever, isn't he? He's like everywhere. Yeah, Wong, isn't he at this Wong point? is basically the new is the new Stanley at this point. At Wong this point, he's going to be in every movie. He's going to be yeah. yeah he just be there. But I mean, it makes sense for him to be there if dr strange is there you know he's the new supreme what is it called sorcerer supreme green sorcerer, sorcerer supreme what did yeah. i just say supreme ream he's he's the new taco supreme taco he's the new there. taco supreme right <laughs> he's the new sorcerer supreme so that makes sense for him to be there and then like yeah i always love their interactions and their banter between um dr strange and wong so that's always like fun yeah when did like uh, some um it was some prophecy that was saying that Wanda was going to be stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme or something like that. It was something dealing with I the Sorcerer Supreme. And then we were like, how is that possible when Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme? And then we find out in Spider-Man that he's not the Sorcerer Supreme. It's mm -hmm. literally Wong. So now it makes sense yeah, that she would be sense. stronger than him. But anyway, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It my makes bad. sense. Continue. It makes Continue. sense. My it bad. makes sense. It makes sense. See, you got to think deeper in the Marvel Universe, man. It's like Yeah, man. And, then, and they're and putting it. And they putting it all out there too for us to, to feel this way because there's it so is. many things that's connecting. It's, it's insane. It's insane. It, it <laughs> it's is insane. insane. <laughs> it's 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 worse than it was that. in the first phase, right? Like this listen, is like phase four is they're killing it. They are killing it right now with phase four. For like, real. I didn't I didn't ex I didn't know what to expect after Endgame. You know. We had our crying moments and all this sadness, but I also was left with what's next. But I don't know what I expected, but they're going further than my expectations at the moment. Real, like it's go they're going ham. Nobody's ham. gonna match this. It's gonna be a long time Nobody. before we see it's, this level of crossover. This mm -mm. is literally we might not comic even... book crossover. They, exactly. They're making comic books and movies right now, and I'm enjoying it. Everybody else is enjoying this. So yeah, I'm that, exactly <laughs> even like like people that don't really even get into Marvel that that much they're enjoying it. So that's yeah. how much I love this right now. Uh, but back to the movie. Yeah. Back to the movie. Going, sorry. Of course, when Spider Man, of course, when Peter Parker, they going mess up the the spell. It looked like Doctor Strange wanted to see him with them hands for real, for real. You know. Yeah. Because we didn't know just how serious and universe-breaking. First of all, Dr. Strange was out here reckless with this spell in the beginning. But this whole time, watching WandaVision and all the other uh, little small pockets of information that's been running through, we've been thinking, oh, Dr. Strange about to fuck this up. Yeah. And the whole time, it was Peter 
Peter became the new Barry Allen <laughs> of the of the MCU. Like if Barry Allen messed up the timeline in DC, Peter's messing it up in the Marvel universe right now. I'm yeah. just I'm just pointing out facts. Well, whoever that guy is, say no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, well, he already yeah. he already messed it up. I don't think he's going to have too many more detrimental moments where it's going to mess up like the universe. But right now, like right now he's he pretty he fucked it up. He messed it up pretty yeah. bad. Like it's yeah. really messed up. But because he kept changing the spell. But, in the middle so of Doctor Strange left, casting it. Right. And when he left but it was funny because Doctor Strange hit on with us. So you didn't even try to call them and fight for your case. You came straight to me to do a spell. I was I didn't even think about that because I'm just watching the movie, you know. But I'm like, yeah. damn, Peter, you didn't think about doing that. You just went straight to your resources and took advantage of the yep. fact that you can go to Doctor Strange because you guys saved the world. Like, <laughs> right? But so it was just crazy how he went there when he. But when he left, well, I'm sorry, when he got kicked out the Sanctum. Isn't that this? This is what's Sanctum, called the Sanctum. The Sanctum Santorum. Yeah, thank you. I know. I know, I know random. I know random stuff. I know. I'm sorry. Thank ahead, you. Continue. It's okay. It's <laughs> I don't okay. know it all though, but I know some stuff. I'm a thank little you. smart. I'm a little smart. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm through. So when he got kicked out, and he, you know, was trying to find a lady to get into MIT, and he made it to the bridge. The intro of Doc Ock. Man, oh man. man, oh man. Even though we seen it in the trailer, we were still hyped for it, though. Yeah, we were way, still way, way too hyped. Way too hyped. Like, this, it was still exciting. Because we didn't know how he was going. Even, though, like you said, we saw it in the trailer. But we don't know how it's going to play out in the movie until we see it. We don't. How did we the get there? How did we get Yeah. Because the trailers. How do we get there? Because Disney be messing us up with them MCU trailers. Case in point. Nah, facts. Case in point, uh, in the Moon Knight trailer, which is an upcoming uh, Disney show, by the way, on Disney Plus. In the Moon Knight show, make sure you watch it because he's crazy as hell. Um, we saw him in the trailer, in the, the teaser trailer, we saw him punching something. And we just seen Moon Knight in the, his back to the camera. And we see him punching something. We didn't know what he was punching. But in the official trailer... Mm-hmm. You see that he was punching some really tall monster. So sometimes Marvel, you cannot always go on the trailers because they throw stuff in that you are not going to see in a movie. Or sometimes they only give you the mm-hmm. whole, they don't give you the whole thing. Like we're going to talk about later in the Spider-Man movie. Go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. My favorite yeah. trailer was the Infinity War trailer. In the Infinity War trailer, you got your whole, we got the whole squad running and about to attack. That never happened in Infinity War. Yeah. Like it's like a it's like everybody that's in that, you know, in that front line. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that until Endgame. So Facts. it was it was like a nice treat. Uh what are you gonna say about the trailer about Spider Man? Oh, you oh, wanna yeah. talk about it later. We're gonna talk yeah, about we're gonna, it later. Because we're, we're going through um, the whole movie. <laughs> all right. So that bridge scene, I think the best part of that bridge scene was when he was fighting. Uh, Doc Ock and Doc pinned him on the because you know he has the 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 Tony Stark special yeah the suit with the uh the the spider the eight arms well the four Mm -hmm. arms on the back so Doc Ock Mm -hmm. pins him to the wall the iron spider suit that's what it's called and Mm -hmm. 
he I was able to idea. absorb the nanotechnology from the suit into his tentacles. Because, yeah, that was lit. Because Dr. Octopus is a nanotech scientist as well. Like he knows nanotechnology. So even though he didn't know he could do that, the arms knew he could do that and they absorbed it, which was dope as hell. Those are little small things. To piggyback off of what you said, because even the lady pointed out uh, when he, I, don't, I can't remember her name, but when he caught, when he saved her and she was like, you're a hero, Peter Parker. Like, I mean, Spider-Man, you're a hero, you know, mm -hmm. that solidifies what you're saying, because even though all of that was going on, he made sure that everyone that was still in that proximity of Dr. Ott was safe. Yep, he does not care about his own life when it comes down he to saving everyone else. He didn't care about his own else. life. He saved everyone else. So I yep. will definitely completely agree with you about he's probably the last true hero left. True yeah. hero, because everybody else got some shit with them. Green Goblin shows up, and that's a whole nother issue for Spider-Man. So now we yeah. got two villains that Peter has no idea who they are, but they know Peter, and then they realize that Peter ain't the Peter that they know which was like yeah i love how they introduced each villain as well like yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna hold you when when they introduced lizard and he was talking yeah. and then the uh, ned goes is that a dinosaur <laughs> yeah i got lost <laughs> <laughs> or or the part when and they, that's a um, callback that's a callback because in the Amazing Spider-Man film, uh, that's what they were saying. Oh my gosh, it's a dinosaur in Manhattan or something. Yep. Oh, oh, <laughs> or when they caught Doc Ock and they brought him back to the Sanctum Santorum, and mm -hmm. all like Peter, Ned, and MJ was literally laughing at the fact that Doctor Octopus's name was Otto Octavius, Otto, and it was like really? Otto Octavius. <laughs> it was like really. That's a bit on the nose, like for real. <laughs> But that's, you know, that, that goes back to the genius of Stan Lee a little bit because he always <laughs> liked those alliteration type of names like your Peter Parker, your Otto Octavius. Um, you know, those names where it's double the letters. So, mm -hmm. like, double it up. Yeah. So, if you was a black female and a superhero, nine times out of 10, Stan Lee would have named you like Brianna Barker or something like that, which has always oh been kind of cool. I'm just saying that's you how right, his mind though. was working. You right, you right. Um, oh, Jamie Foxx was also there. That fight with Jamie Foxx is really good. I don't want to spoil too much of this movie. Oh but. man, I love that part. Okay, let's just go to the end of the movie. Let's just talk about regular random parts that we enjoy because there's a part where he goes, you know, I thought Spider-Man. He said, you, you go around saving people, you give to the poor, do all of these things. I really thought you were a black. And everybody oh, gets gets a little you know laugh. What? And then he goes, well, I guess I guess there could be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere. And I was like. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> moment. Is. But I am, <laughs> which was dope. Like that line was hilarious. And everybody in my theater laughed. And then you heard some people was like, he's talking about Miles. He's talking about Miles. Mm -hmm. And he he may have been, but also there's a callback to Todd McFarlane, who used to draw Spider-Man. And that's before he left for Image Comics. In the interview, he was talking about Spider-Man and how he was saying that, you know, basically Spider-Man, um, he was mug somebody was mugging someone. 
and the mugger said something, you know, he saved someone and then the mugger said something to him. I can't remember what he said, what he wanted him to say. And then he wanted Spider-Man to respond with what color do you think I am under this mask? And then Marvel was like, no, <laughs> you can't do that. And this is like what, the 80s, early 90s. So I can understand mm -hmm. where we were in a society. They didn't want that uh, for Spider-Man because, you know, Spider-Man couldn't be black. So I, it was just one of the moments that he wanted to do that Not they yet. refused to do. And it kind of was one of the moments that led to him leaving Marvel and mm -hmm. going to Image Comics and the rest is like real history. Um, we got to talk about Image Comics and Spawn on a whole nother day. Because Man. actually, because OG Spawn, uh, if you look at the original run, he looks like Jamie Foxx. And in the new Spawn movie, Todd McFarlane, that he's writing, he is tapping Jamie Foxx to play Al Simmons. But that's off. I'm sorry. I am off on another tangent. Um, that's why I said at the very beginning he's going to nerd out because that's what happens. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. Every single time. And BK but, is a king of that. Uh, I am, man. D and imagine <laughs> I was going to ask JB to be on this show. We've been here for like two hours just going back. Nah, see, listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. We're going to have to save that for a part two of another occasion or something. Definitely, definitely. Invite this some friends and have a nerd out session of just the entire MCU. Okay, but so. Spider-Man, Amazeballs. It was I would, good. I would go see it a third time if I had some time, but I have a lot of things that I have to handle right now. But Spider-Man was so good. So, 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 so good. The All little right. details. Can we talk about the huge spoiler? Let's talk about the huge spoiler of the movie. In the Which movie, one? we got Tobey Maguire and, oh. and we got Andrew Garfield reprising their roles as their respective Spider-Man. Yes. That was the worst kept secret. The worst kept secret. Shout out to Andrew Garfield. Was he was lying to everybody? Every interview he he was having. He did a good job. This movie. That man was like, nope, not in the movie. I'm really upset. Not in the movie. Sorry, not in the movie. You lie. Another another moment. You know, another couple of moments when the crowd erupted as well. When they were introduced through the portals. I just want to see Peter. That was hilarious. Ned finding out that he could use magic. Where are man. we going with this? Ned, future Sorcerer Supreme of the MCU. I'm calling okay. it now. I'm calling it now. Um, okay. I'm here for it. Shit. Why not? Let's talk about when the big battle finally ended at the end of the movie. Everybody was apprehended and sent back and fixed and changed. Shout out to Green Goblin for his redemption because he was whooping ass through this whole movie. And Child. He was Peter, definitely. Peter One was taking some L's. Peter was taking some L's in this movie. I mean, he stabbed. He stabbed Toby, man. Before Toby you say cool. what you got to say, before you say that part, because the other part that I thought you was going to say was the big spoiler was the time that uh, Aunt May died. <gasps> oh, I First of all, somebody that. spoiled it on the internet for me. So whoever you are, fuck you, guy. If I ever see you, I might, you might have to see me with the hands. Can I you? try to give people... A warning. Even a little time period. I used to be the queen of spoilers. Oh, yeah, because I'm definitely about to bring this up. Why this is kind of ironic, by the way. And you know where I'm <laughs> going with this. We talked about this in the last season at our, you know, in our nerd out session that we had. So let's talk about it again one more time. And then we're going to we're going to move on and how I felt about Aunt May and how you felt about it. Um, <laughs> when Star Wars first came back around, for this, third, this, this third set of trilogies, right? 
Miss <laughs> No Miss Nova came over here. Most definitely spoiled. What did um, I say? Han Solo. Yeah, Han I think Solo. you may have said like recipes Han Solo. I was so angry. Not because you spoiled it. Because it. look, not because she spoiled it, but because at that point I was not like a huge Han Solo fan and I wanted to be surprised at the death. Okay. I wanted to be <gasps> oh, surprised so at the death. And you, I you told you I, I apologize. I try to apologize so many times. Look, okay? I looked at my wife. I was like, honestly, I'm about to, I'm about to block her. She took that. Honestly, <laughs> I am still so sorry. Uh, okay. And honestly, for real, for real, with Aunt May's death, I thought something was going to happen to her. I didn't mm -hmm. think she was going to die. From the trailer, I, I knew. Something was gonna, yeah, I knew something was going to happen. I knew something was going to happen because there has to be an, a definite point in spider-man's life for him to become who he is as spider-man yeah now we did take a long ass journey for him to have this moment yeah he most definitely got to it though he so got to he, it he finally had that uncle ben moment we've all been waiting for mm -hmm. I guess uncle ben just died of natural causes did they ever tell us how uncle ben died they never had an uncle he's never had an uncle ben maybe or maybe they just never introduced him or maybe yeah. they were just tired of casting an uncle ben i don't know but they've never talked about uncle ben ever uncle ben's name has not been <laughs> mentioned I in the mcu right. as peter one uncle i yeah. most definitely don't remember that ever that happening so the fact that he had this uncle ben moment finally now i can officially say this is Spider-Man. Yeah. At that moment, I was like, now we're here. Now he yeah, understands. Yeah, we here. He's Spider-Man. He is Spider-Man for sure. But a lot of people were like so upset that Aunt May had to pass. There, it had to happen, unfortunately. If you watch yeah. What If, if you watch What If, you have grasped the concept of no matter what's going to happen in this universe or the next, there has to be a definite point for your character development. And that's yep. just the way it is. Yep, every superhero has that one tragic moment, and we never got that with Pete. Like, the mm -hmm. hero journey usually starts with some tragic event. Not all the time, but some major event that the hero looks at and was like, this is why I became a hero. Up until yeah. that point, even though he was selfless and he was just doing things, he was doing those things because he felt like he had to do them. Now he understands that he has to exist for the, for the purpose of saving lives. Like, yes. I don't think he, I don't think he fully grasped that early than that. He was just like, Hey, I'm working with the Avengers. Mm -hmm. And you know, technically mm -hmm. they did give us this moment for him, this uncle Ben moment. And that was when Tony died, but you all hated that. Y'all was like, we're tired of Spider-Man Jr. I mean, Iron Man Jr. Spider-Man. And so, mm -hmm. and, and the fact that we're getting Riri Williams as Ironheart later as the true successor to she's Tony gonna, Stark. She's, she's getting gonna, a series on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, she's getting Ironheart, okay. the series. And we're also getting the Armored War series, which right now, Rhodey is technically Iron Man. But right. Riri is going, to, I feel like Riri is going to be that protege. But they had to remove Spider-Man from that position so we can get to that moment. Because as long okay. as Spider-Man was existing in the shadow of Tony, we were never going to get that. Which is why it was important for Aunt May to die, so we can have something mm -hmm. for him to latch on to, and for him to disassemble himself from Rhodey. Or not Rhodey, yeah. but from um Happy. So I know that's what that moment was definitely important. So him 
at the end of the movie, after the big battle, after everything, we're going to save that for y'all. We'll let y'all watch that part. But but in the, the trailer, there's oh, you talking about in the, the fight? Yeah, in the yeah. trailer, there was a moment you want to because you look super. Go ahead, y'all. You you <laughs> tell them what happened in the trailer. They CG'd the uh, Spider Man two and Sp- uh, I'm sorry, Peter Peter two and Peter Peter three. I love the way he said that. But <laughs> there's a part where Peter two and Peter three is actually CG'd out of the frame, and yeah, they're actually there the entire time. Yeah, because we see uh, the lizard take a big ass blow, and we're like, "Who punched lizard?" And we all went through like it was Venom. Or it was some other hero that came out of the blue to help. It would have been no, nice no, to see no, no. another Avenger in that position. Then it would have had no, you no, know, no. brought that the Avengers back much. together. Yeah, no, I know no, it no, would have been, been too much, much for the movie, but this was know. this was a really good, solid Spider-Man movie. This is the best Spider-Man movie, definitely of his trilogy. Um, Super heavy hitting, all star cast. I don't know. I'm gonna have to watch it a third time. Oh, I'm buying uh, it. But he, I'm buying he, this on he, Blu-ray. This oh most definitely. Uh this might be top five of my favorite MCU movies. This might be top five. Before we get into all that, let's let's back up so we can finish the movie. <laughs> okay. So inside of the movie, at the end <laughs> of the movie, Doctor Strange shows up finally. Uh because mm-hmm. Peter locked him away in like another dimension. Shout out to Peter for whooping Doctor Strange ass. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> and another moment when they first when he didn't whoop fight, his ass. He just he just Got a w. Outsmarted, outsmarted him. Okay. Yeah, he just got a w. But he it was a moment where Doctor Strange threw Peter out of his body, and I think this oh, is a very lit. important. I think this is a very important moment because when Doctor Strange hit him with the astral project, projection move, Peter mm-hmm. was like out of his body, and Doctor Strange was about to take the box that held and Peter the spell, was evading. and Peter's body moved when it was not supposed to. Like nobody else can move their body. Like he's looking at himself outside of his body, like his soul astral proje- projection was there, and then his body was still able to move and do what it needed to do to finish whatever it was he was trying to finish. And in this case, it was him keeping the box from Doctor Strange. It was and like a then, sort of like a Zenitsu moment. Yeah, and then Peter was able to get back into his body without the help from Doctor Strange. Now I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know Spider Man lore like most of us do. But I think that may be connected to the Madam Web side of this thing, where like all this, you know, Madam Web, y'all know Madam Web, right from the old school cartoon, where it's like wait, all wait, the wait, Spider-Men wait. are connected. I think so. I think I've, I, I think I remember this. This is from the old yeah. school cartoon. Yeah. The thing about Spider-Man, Spider-Man, I said that right. The thing about you Spider-Man did. is there's one web it's a mystical type of thing and they're all interconnected which is why you see miles morales into the universe into the spider-verse and you see all those different spider-man come together and why you see it this time is because there's one point where there's a lady in the middle of this her name is madam web and she technically connects all the spider-man together so i I think we might be leading to that point i don't know i love it Let's let's go back to I the freaking end of the movie love it. So we can move on to Spider Man. It it was such a solid Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. We we still didn't finish. I'm about to finish. What? We're not okay. gonna talk about the battle. We can talk about the battle. We can even at no, the end. No. Oh, we we're, we're cutting the battle. But at the end of the battle, Doctor Strange comes mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And the world itself is the universe itself is splitting into 
this access point. And, and did you see to, who was coming through? Uh, I think Craven was one of them. It looked like mm-hmm. Felicia Harding was one of them. Rhino was one of them and a whole bunch of other people. <laughs> yeah. So the multiverse is vast. Mm-hmm. It was about to split open. Doctor Strange does the spell finally without Peter interfering. Closes the gaps in the universe. Shumagorov Shum- may have already been coming through as well. But anyway, um, he closed the portal. We finished the trilogy out with everybody forgetting Peter is Spider-Man. And by proxy, everyone forgets that Peter exists. Which is like the saddest moment in the trilogy as a whole. Even yeah. though we lost Aunt May. Aunt May dying was huge. But that moment knowing that MJ is right there just out of his reach. Because he visited yeah. him at the end of the movie. And yeah. they don't know him. But we still see um, MJ with the necklace. The broken necklace from the second movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had a scar on her head. Yeah, a scar on her head. So everybody remembers what happened to with them with Spider-Man. But I think in their memories is probably... They never seen him unmasked. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the. Or he best. just never existed. No, he had to exist. I mean, Peter, I mean, Peter Parker. Oh, no, yeah, Peter yeah, never existed because we saw him getting his GED. We saw him walking. Yeah, the- that's so sad. He had to get his GED. This is Peter Parker. One of the smartest. <laughs> yeah, this is true. One of the smartest out there. This man had to result to getting his GED. Could he get to MIT with his GED? I mean, uh, I he would have so. to take the SAT, huh? Yeah, I think he still, I think we still follow the regular path of Spider-Man in college, but I think it's just going to take a while to get there. But this is good because now we probably get to see him meet Dr. Connors. Um, This universe is Dr. Octavius. Mm -hmm. This universe is uh, Norman Osborn. So there's still Mm -hmm. pluses to this, but the negatives is like when we see him visit the grave of Aunt May and Happy walks up and is like, who are you, basically? Like, he don't even remember the fact that Peter was related to Aunt May. That is I sad. Know. I know. But How it's did spe- you know her? Through Spider-Man. Yeah, me too. Huh? Which means, which means Peter continues to do everything that he normally would. He's still, mm-hmm. um, all his charity work. He still hangs out at Feast and feed, mm-hmm. you know, help out at Feast with the homeless. Um, He's still smart. He still, still smart. exists in the world. He's just nobody knows him. No really one knows sad. him. No one it's knows. Really, it's really nobody sad. Nobody knows. The trouble I see. I thought that's where you was going with that. Oh, I don't know. Speaking of tragic endings, before we move on to Eternals, though, what overall, what did you think about the movie? It's definitely a 10 out of 10 for me. 10 out of 10? It's a 10 out of 10 for me. Like, it was very tragic at the, at the end. It was a public, like you said, the part where Aunt May passes away as well because. I feel, I was, I was more hurt about Aunt May passing than I was Iron Man. I think I was more hurt. Oh, shit. Nah, I ain't going to agree on that. I can't agree to that. But it was definitely up there. And then Happy screaming at him, Peter, run. Peter, run. Because he was going to get arrested. You yep. know? 
So it was just so that part right there just was sad. Then they had to like arrest Happy, and oh man. But there were so many great moments of the movie where it didn't feel like it was a sad movie. Even though by the end, it's really sad. He did all of that hard work just for no one to know who he is at the end. No one. But no, uh, there's so much. Let's get into these Eternals talk really quickly so we can wrap this thing up today. Yeah, sure. Eternals is a rated... I'm gonna give it a B and a B B minus C plus. Uh, I give it I give it about a B. Yeah, I think I think I give it a B minus C plus. And it's only because that first half of the movie was a little bit of a struggle. It was a bit of a struggle. The execution was not good. The execution was the execution was decent. It was enough to keep me. The CG was amazing. Yeah, it looked great. It was enough to keep me into the movie, but it wasn't enough for me to be like, oh, that was a Nah, the only reason banger. why I stayed, the only reason why I stayed for the first half is because I'm like, I'm a Marvel fan now. And yeah. uh, I want to understand who these people are. Because I did not like it. We talked about this in the last season, how I had no clue who these Oh, yeah, were. we did have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, and like, I wasn't like super familiar with them either, so. Yeah, so... I feel like, though, like you said, the execution was was lackluster. Like they could have went a different way for their introductions for each character. Yeah, but I understand the way that they went with it because this felt more of like MCU romance than like MCU. We got to save the world again. Yeah. Um. But okay. So I can kind of understand why they went that way. And because we just seen Thanos happen. Like mm-hmm. that was a world breaking event. That was 12, 13 years to get to that point. And now you're coming in with a giant celestial and we're supposed to get emotionally invested. Like if this was a TV show and which Eternals would work better as a TV show. Should have been. It would have been way better as a TV show. Because and there were certain things that they just omitted. Like, okay, I could understand them not stepping in for certain things, but they could have stepped in for Thanos. And well, no. I'm glad that they didn't. Thanos no. was right, but they could have stepped in for Ego. Like Ego was here and planted his seed on this planet and just kicking it with uh, Peter Quill's mom. Yeah. And he's a whole celestial, and they did nothing. <laughs> oh, and I they think did that, nothing. That lies the issue with the Eternals. It was like coming in and balancing everything that we already know into something else, because we already knew Thanos wanted it for resources, because he wanted to save the universe for resources. At that point, mm-hmm. that's what we thought. But in reality, when you watch the Eternal movie, Eternals movie, you realize that if it humans and real like people lives lives matter to the eternals because they plant their seed inside of a planet and to grow new eternals to keep the cycle going exactly actual beings life so it could charge up the the celestial that's inside the the next round yeah right and then that celestial comes out and then he creates life for like thousands of other societies right um this is the thing though 
if we had known that when Thanos was wrecking shop, we would have been on Thanos' side. Because mm-hmm. in order to slow them down, and this is a theory, but it feels like in order for Thanos to slow them, those eternal, I mean, those celestials down and save lives, he had to eliminate half of the sources he was using. Mm-hmm. But I think if you could warp reality, you probably should have went for the, let's just change and the fact that celestials do this. Like, can we not do that though? Thanos was still right though. Oh yeah, he was absolutely correct. Like I am now, I mean, I was already cool with Thanos, but now I'm like team Thanos a little bit. <laughs> which is, which is why I think this is why I named the episode the way I did, because there's a lot of philosophy inside of the eternal Eternals movie alone. Like, it definitely goes it makes you think like okay we have a god right and from what we know as what the rules of religion is when you have a god you do not defy the mm-hmm. god period and the role of the eternals was to follow blindly right until it wasn't anymore until they figured out that they've been on this planet so long that they've fallen in love with humans and now they want to save the humans and now they have to defy their God. But the cool thing about this struggle that they was having eternally was how do we do that, but still respect the God that we serve? And I think that was the most mm. interesting point because we don't, we don't usually see that argument. It's either we kill God or we defy God. Mm-hmm. It's never but a middle ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we literally mm. had to kill a God but also respect the God that we've been following, which is Arisham this whole time. And it, and it brought up a whole lot of questions. Like, how do you do that? I think Thanos had the better argument. He didn't defy him. Not really. Well, he didn't try to kill him. He was just like, okay, if I removed half of these people that they give two dicks about, will they be as mad at me? I think that would, may have been his mindset. Like I could do that and still, uh, stay into the hierarchy because we also found out in the movie that he was he had the same role the other internals had on their planet mm. on their planet of Titan. So I'm just saying, Dang. I think watching watching the other Eternals, it makes you think like Thanos probably had that same mindset that they had. Let's not mm. defy God, but at the same time, let's save these let's these save. people that's on the civilization because I mm-hmm. love them to a degree. Could look at Marvel being deep, deep as hell, right? That, man, like, this goes beyond the Civil War argument. Wow, right? way the, further. That, that Civil War is fucking child's play compared to this. Which is why I say that the Eternals is the most important MCU film. I said that on Twitter, by the way, and I, I stand by it. We need to we need to know where it's going to go after this because who is that? That was Harrison. No, Harrison was the one that was the big red emerging. One. Oh, no. Harrison was the big red one. Yes, Harrison. Where he take them? Um, I think he took them to the same the World Forge, where all he, of the other ones are. Yeah, but I don't think they know how to get there, which is why Star Fox shows up. Is it Star Fox? Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's his name. Yes. Okay. Because I'm thinking Nintendo game. 
That's just Star Every Fox. time I see the go. name, I think about the Nintendo game too. So yes, it's Star Fox. <laughs> so yeah, Star Fox is Thanos' brother. He shows up at the end and he goes to bring the other Eternals to show them how to get there. At least that's what he says at the end of the film before the film cuts. But we are ahead of ourselves. Let's hmm. let's back up to why we don't like oh the beginning of one this one thing I didn't like Eternals. The main reason why I didn't like the first in within the first act yeah. was that sex scene. Like I guess and we talked about it. Uh I guess they went with the sex scene just to test the waters. And if so. they had had a way to test the waters, this was the first story. But like it was just like what are you doing, Disney Marvel? <laughs> yeah. It so, was a little bit out of place. <clears throat> like we didn't really Absolutely. need it. We did not. We did not like, need that. I was just like, huh? Um, like, I was a little bit weirded out with the whole sprite like an Icarus thing. Uh I I enjoyed the flashbacks that they did, but I felt like that they should have limited them i felt like it was too many for certain characters like what was icarus the one that icarus was in love with what's her name uh cersei cersei listen there were way too many like callbacks for her i was tired of it i was it was way it. too many um, i was completely over it okay like cersei yeah you cool and all but like you don't even have all your your powers you're not even all using all your powers right now like like right. chill out sh chill out slim okay so <laughs> let, let's catch everybody else up because we're, we're ahead of ourselves okay so in okay. the eternals movie you have what is it, like 10 of them i believe it is one two three four five and 10. Yeah, 10. It's 10. So you have, uh, what's the leader name? What is her name? Icarus? Oh, no. Ajax. No. Ajax. Now, in the comic book, her name was Ajax, and it was a guy. So okay. from, from that moment right there, you know that Marvel is about to play the hell out of this history because nobody knows the Eternals. Thanos is an Eternal. So we all know that. Who is has like a, a deviant disease, which is why he is purple. Um, Star Fox is his brother. He looks like all the other Eternals. So in our story, though, where we're focusing on our nine, um, they, I mean, our 10, they always send 10 to every planet led by somebody, which in this case, it was Ajax. Um, Ajax ends up dying and it brings all the Eternals together. Now your back argument together. was, well, back together because for thousands of years, they thought they, they were sent to earth to remove the deviants right from earth by Arishan, which is the God, the celestial God. They do that job. And then they just kind of left on earth to do something else. And they don't know what it is. So they're there for thousands of years. They overseen like literally everything. Uh, Phasmos, wasn't that, was it Phasmos? Fastos. Fastos. Fastos overseen all the technology. Um, Sprite was responsible for basically um, making all of the stories and stuff surrounding them. Icarus did something. <laughs> what what did you got? Athena. Athena was there. She's the strongest of the, or she's the best warrior. Icarus is the strongest. 
Then Phoenix you have, versus Warrior. Uh, Kingo. I don't Kingo. even know what he was there for. Was he there for Comic Relief? Yeah, I I think his story is very interesting, but I don't we know why he was on Earth though. We didn't have like much of a backstory of him. No, then we, didn't. we didn't. also Druig and Makari. I feel like we should have had way more of a backstory of them because they had a better love story to me. They did, and it was also felt like it was out of nowhere as well. Yeah. Then there's Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. He was like the is, protector. He was the protector, and he is known as the one of the greatest warriors on earth in like actual history or something like that. So I, I like Gilgamesh. We should have had more of a. It was so much there that they could have done, but they didn't do. Like I know mm-hmm. you mentioned not liking Cerse, uh, Icarus. I mean, not Icarus, but Sprite being in love with Icarus. Yeah, like, so weird. It is weird, but in the context, she is thousands of years old. She just looks like a kid. She was also a boy. And in the comic book, she inspired. She was a she boy? Inspired, yes, in the comic book, she inspired Peter Pan. The story of Peter Pan, by the way, in the Marvel universe. I can see that. Um, She looked like Peter Pan in Eternals, the she movie. Does. She does. Th- this is why I think it was a more important story there that they didn't tell. Um, well, more interesting, not important. It was interesting on the simple fact that we could have had a whole conversation about age versus what a person looks like. Because on this earth, we have people that are grown and look like children that struggle with this all the time. Like, it's rare to see, but it, it happens. It's, it's a legit thing. Like, there are grown adults that look like kids. You see them on the internet all the time. And they're often they're often ridiculed and and laughed at. And, Me say no. Nah. <laughs> and they look weird. And they look weird to most people. And, well, I don't say they look weird. I don't it look just look weird. weird because they look like children. And it look weird if they were standing next to a grown person. Then there's a whole nother. Yeah. So I feel like it was an interesting story that Marvel could not tell, and they should have cut it. They just should have cut that detail all together. Mm-hmm. Because you I was agree. not going to be able to actually tell that story. So I think they should have, we needed more flashbacks of her being in love with Icarus though, Sprite. We needed more flashback of, we didn't need to see them in love, but we needed to see that jealousy oh, and that have animosity. more understanding. Have more yeah, understanding. Yeah, because the only time we've seen it was that one time when she was like in a photo or something. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the only time. That's the only time. Like, we should have, we needed more context there. As far as Cersei and Icarus goes, we needed less context there. Exactly. Yes, I agree. And people need to stop saying that this was such a great movie. It was just okay. It was just okay. Especially for Marvel, especially for like Marvel level movies. It was just okay. It was just okay. I agree. Because we've seen them do way better with less and they had way too much to work with. You had 10 characters. 10 characters that needed 10 backstories in this we were fine with Icarus and Cersei when he showed back up after they were running from that deviant that just randomly showed up in modern times and they didn't know it existed when Icarus showed up at that point that was all we needed because Mm -hmm. you can tell that they were in love that they had a history you could have just told us that on screen and we would have been fine the only flashbacks of Cersei we needed was her um falling in love with the human experience and the humans that was there. Like, that's it. Yep. You know, I'm here for that. 
And we could have seen him come up, try to do the whole make the bread thing and fuck it up. That could have stayed. But other than that, he didn't need nothing I like else. when I like when Cersei finally stopped holding back and turned that thing into a tree, the deviant into a tree. That was pretty was it Was it her stopping holding back or was that because she had the little gold thing that was inside of Ajax that went to her when she uh, went to go check on Ajax's dead body because Ajax chose her to be the successor? Hmm, that's a good question. Does that give you? Does it give you extra powers? By the way, when they stood and they did the little charging thing, to, remember when they got the little suits on? This is why I said mm-hmm. Icarus was not meant to be the second in command. If you pay attention to Cersei. the succession line, it was Ajax, then Cersei, then everybody else, and Icarus was at the back. He was the last one. Excuse me. Yeah. Which made it inter- was ain't shit, and I'm glad he flew into the sun. Say no, nah, God forgive me for saying that. I mean, he's just a character. He's just a not character like he on TV. Really he he deserved it. It's not like he could do it for real. He deserved it. He really did because he was just weird. I remember you saying mm-hmm. you, we needed more contacts on Fasto, Fastos. Oh yeah, I wanted to see more of his inventions. Like, did Fastos create the cotton gin? I don't know. I don't know. I, and I also feel like he would have had a real issue with uh, slavery. I would, yeah, had to be right because they're the same color, right? Had yeah, but was Festus black in the um, comic books? Yes. No, I don't remember. But if we follow in the lore of the Eternals and why they created the way they look, they usually look like whatever civilization they have to impact. So. Mm. That means he was probably like deep in the black community a lot. And the fact mm. that they were still following protocol, waiting to go back home this whole time. He mm-hmm. fell in love. He done fell in love. Uh, got a kid. Mm-hmm. Inspired, at some point, inspired Tony Stark. Because if you look at, at the way part, he does his powers. Howard Stark. At least, how, well, I don't know. Because it wasn't until Tony before we got like the holograms. Like, you know, when he opened up the hologram and he does the thing and everything moves around when he yeah, creates true. stuff. So true. we didn't get that to Tony. So unless Howard was smart. Oh, you saying that Festos was like the first to have like those holograms yeah, and the he had to be. being able to move it around with your hands and things. Um, okay. So I think he may have inspired that. Tony and without Tony knowing, of course. I like how they even put that in there for the Eternals because uh, I'm a huge conspiracy. Everyone knows I'm a huge conspiracy theorist, but I have like one of my favorite conspiracy theories is that that's how we're far in real life from our technological advancements because of some alien that blessed us some centuries ago. Which is which is really cool with the Eternals, because that's why I say it's the most important film, because they literally inspired so much that dagger that she transformed to that golden green one. And it was Mm -hmm. at the museum like that was an important piece to human technology Mm. uh, to a sense. To the fact that it, it made it all the way to the end of the, you know, until like the beginning of the movie. And it was part of the museum experience, uh, exhibit. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? It's just so much intricate stuff within the Eternals that we didn't catch, you know? But I, I don't know. What else is another major part of that movie that I thought was really good? Oh, The Black Knight. I know a lot of people don't know oh, who the black guy yes. is, but it, what was his name in the movie? It was Cersei's 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 boyfriend. Yeah, her boyfriend. No, boyfriend. 
Oh, no, no, no. Her, yeah, her boyfriend. Yeah, they didn't mm-hmm. break up. They didn't I forgot up. the Black Knight's actual name, but at the end of the movie, which is like the best part of the movie for me. Yes, uh, it is. It was in the, the cutscene. And, you know, no, the you know last cutscene. In the middle of that movie, when they found the, the, the chick with the super speed, what's her name? Makari. Makari. When they found Makari, that she was just on the ship the entire time, they were mm-hmm. they were playing with a blade. Who was it? Um, was it Athena? She picked up the blade and, they, and sir, uh, Sprite. That was, was the like, Ebony blade. Yeah, Sprite was. No, it wasn't. Sprite was like, what blade is that? Is that the Ebony blade? Oh, is and that then she the, was um, like, no, no, that's Excalibur. This Excalibur. Yeah, it's yes. Excalibur. So yeah. uh, King Arthur existed in the MCU. And then we fast forward to the end of the movie where we see, I think his name, Dame, where Dame was in the um, the office, I mean, his office, and then he opened the blade, and when he got ready to touch it, it started, like, moving a little bit. And, and you then you hear a voice, you hear the voice in the background, was like, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you want to do that? I was like, oh, shit. Blade is in so, this motherfucking movie. Blade is in the Eternals movie, man. Blade but what does movie. Blade have to do with the Ebony Blade? Is that like a play on words? No, it's not. Um, oh, in the movie, okay. the Black Knight Blade, uh, was it Doctor Strange? And some other characters, they were like, what, the Midnight Suns? It's like two teams. The Midnight Suns. Oh, it's a team. Another, okay. Yeah, and then there's another team where they all, they're all connected. <sighs> they're all connected. Thank God for letting me know because this entire time, I didn't know if that was just supposed to be a play in words. But y'all trying to say this. So I was like, what y'all trying no, to say? No, 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 but, no, no. But uh, I'm all the way here for that, okay? Yeah. I'm all the way here for that. I'm not going to spoil what the Ebony Blade does to its welder. I'll let the MCU tell you that because it might be different now. But there was a reason Blade asked him did he want to do that. Because Blade yeah, because is also a weapons are... expert. No, don't say it. Don't say it. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna say it. We ain't got bad. that far in the MCU yet, y'all. I already spoiled I the fact that Blade out. is there. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's pretty much the most important part. Other than Thanos being right, did we talk about Thanos being Thanos right? Thanos was right. We said it a few times. We didn't say why he was right. Well, yes, we did. We said why yeah, he was. We definitely right. said why he was right. We definitely said so, why he's right. I think we. I think we had everything that we was gonna say. I'm just really excited. I love yeah. the MCU. It has a special place in my heart. I enjoy the MCU too because I like figuring stuff out, and it's so much to go into. Mm-hmm. There's still probably a lot that we're forgetting, and I know it is a like lot that I'm just... forgetting because that's why I'm sitting here thinking. I've, I've been, especially these past ten minutes, I've been sitting here thinking like I know I'm forgetting something that I wanted to talk about, but we could always come back because that's what we did. Yeah, we could definitely come back to this topic, and maybe we bring some other people that was definitely watching the movie with us or, or that have watched these movies, maybe. I don't know. I'm not making any damn promises this season because I made a few promises last season. And then and we ain't make it there. Yeah, a lot of people were either busy. Real life was happening for people left and right last mm-hmm. season, including 2021. us. 2021 was definitely interesting, to it say was. the least. And so far, 2022 has been as well. Child, we even in the finished this whole month yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we only a few weeks. Anyway, we got to end this conversation. I think we pretty much covered everything in those movies. We covered everything. Yeah, definitely. We covered everything. Yeah, not in chronological order, though. We just be so excited. Yeah. And I didn't write down any type of list this time. I just went off the top of my head. 
Right. This is just a conversation, people. But um, we got to end this show. So do me a favor. Head over to www.thebkspaceshow.com. That's www.thebkspaceshow.com where you can get all the merch that's not for free, but you got to pay for the merch. And you for free, though, you can get all the audio and video of this show. Novocaine, let them know what else they need to do for us. Head on over to Spotify. Yes, Spotify, and leave us a five-star rating. Five-star rating. And then head on over to Apple Podcasts, where you can leave us a written review. And leave five stars as a will, so we know which way to go. Which way to go. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she remixes that song every single time. Every time, but, every time. Anyway, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. It's gonna be a song one day. <laughs> one of these days, it's gonna be a real song. But uh, alright, Space Gate. Make sure y'all check out those MCU shows. We're giving them free publicity like a mug right now. And I have been DBK Space. This has been my very lovely co-host, Nova King. Baby. Ice Space Gang, y'all. Be cool. Keep it real. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. We marijuana is not drugs. It's, it's marijuana. So, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't expecting you to just say that. That's all. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what the heck just happened. <laughs> don't do drugs. Yes, yeah, don't do drugs. All right, we are, y'all. <laughs>